1: Deep Dives presents A Court of Thorns and Roses with Natalie Jean and Jackie Zabrowski.
2: Well, imagine it through the eyes of a 23 year old writing it. Mm hmm. Because that's who's writing it. Mm hmm. I do. 20 the 20 times 20. that I'm, I don't like the beginning, I like to just in my head go, well, she's setting up this other stuff. Also, she was 23.
1: And was she great. has to be an insufferable human. She does. Humans are insufferable, and it makes me hate
2: being one. I, I, this, these books have made me only more so hate being a person. I hate it. I want to live to 500. Let me be a fairy. I need my love to be eternal.
1: Mm, okay. Jeff wouldn't say, call me favorite darling. I said, you say it. He's like, I'm not saying the lines. like, I'm not these characters. (laughs) I'm your husband. (laughs) Jackie Darling. Yeah, start calling me Jackie Darling. Is that fine? Uh, You can call me Jackie Darling. Because I don't want to be Feyre. I wish I was Feyre. I know that you've got more of the Feyre thing. People say I'm more Nesta, which I feel a little... I don't think you're more Nesta. If anyone's more prickly on the outside, it's me. All right, you be Nesta. I think I'm more than Nesta. I mean, she's awesome. Yes. She becomes a fucking warrior. I do think that like Oh, I mean not without the warrior part. but the prickly part, I'm I'm her. <laughs> oh, no, you're not prickly. <laughs> I'm more Elaine.
2: Gardens. <laughs> we don't know what's going on in there yet. I feel like there's no. There's going to be a lot. We're so gonna find some, a lot. Something. We can't talk about any of that. No, though. not now. It's really hard.
1: I don't know how we're not going to spoil these books.
2: We're not gonna, okay. and we ain't gonna. All right. But that's uh, what books? Not Dune. Are we reading Dune Screw right you now? Dune. We're going. Oh, we are going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just talk forever. Just keep okay. going, Duneers. Not Duners. Are we reading Dune?
1: No, we're not reading Dune. Dune's you out. You can't You're force out, me to read Dune. I, I will watch the movies. I watch them multiple times, but I can't do it. I've read the first hundred pages of Dune three times. We're really
2: winning over the Dune subscribers right now.
1: Sorry, Dune Sorry, subscribers. You Dune is Dooners. over. Dune is over for now. Yes. You're
2: out. You're out. One season you're in and the next you're out.
1: Oh, my God. Don't bring.
2: Is that Heidi? That's Heidi. Aw. Yeah. Again, really bringing in the Dune listeners. So, hi. We're so happy to greet you, but it's over for now. Those boys have been washed away in the sands of Dune Island. Is that where they are? I think so. I know all I know is that they're very
1: thirsty. They are Oh my god, so thirsty. Just get back out on that
2: worm. I know it's very cool. I know I know it. I
1: just don't understand the economics.
2: Uh you would think we were on Dune Island right now because we're there's five drinks sitting in the front of the two of us currently.
1: <laughs> we do have a lot of drinks. Um, I
2: have to to have my many sips what if i need a sip and the sip is not provided Mm -hmm. yeah it's hard to sit here you know i it's nobody appreciates how hard it is for podcasters
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) thank you that's what this show is going to be about how
2: hard our lives are yes um and also just kidding we know way more about dune than that i swear it was written into my marriage contract uh, that I uh, I must say I love and respect Frank Herbert at least once a day.
1: I don't have to as the little sister. I get to go me squirt. I furt on it every time he brings up Dune
2: because that's my job. It is your job. Also, they're not actually going away. They are coming back for a, uh, review. a review
1: episode.
2: But you don't know when, so you can't go away, Dune mm-hmm. subscribers, because we lust you too. We oh, won't we be. Talking about lust quite a bit this season. Oh, we certainly are. Why is that, Natalie? Oh, well, you're going to say hello this season to the Fae Bays. Oh my God,
1: yes, that is what we are calling ourselves and everyone who listens, the Fae Bays, because yes, we are delving into the series, A Court of Thorns and Roses, or
2: Acatar as yes. an acronym.
1: Much easier to say Acatar.
2: It's not the best acronym on earth, but I. I'm, I'm in, I mean, I've I. learned to appreciate it.
1: Yes. Well, it's better than saying A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yes. And I am so excited to start getting into and talking to you guys about Akatar because it is an ongoing series mm-hmm. that not all of the books are out yet, so we're getting this right in the middle. We're jumping right into the middle of the pudding here. Oh,
2: yeah. We are diving headfirst into this world, and it is... Rich and thick. (laughs) Rich and thick. And I'm covered in all this viscous. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of fluids. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, these books, uh, Court of Thorns and Roses series, there's five of them, like you just said. And it is a world where humans and fairies coexist, but are segregated due to an old treaty. So we are in a fantasy land. Why time. would you want to be a human when you can be a fairy instead? I do, I do not want to be a human. Especially the ideas
1: of, you know, they're not just fairies. They're the high fae. We're not just jumping into the dirty bowels of fairydom. No, 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 no. nay. No, no. nay. We're jumping to the high ranks of high fae. And I would do, I'd kiss anybody to be a high fae. Uh-huh out there. I'll I'll get a real old. I'll get a 600-year-old and be like,
2: you kind of look like my husband. Mm, Yeah, and, you know, in in this world, 600 is not super old. No, it certainly is not. Yeah, they're fine well up into those years. But there's a protagonist who is named Farah, and she gets her ass in trouble, and she finds herself tangled up in the mysterious world of the fairies. But she's scared of them at first. But is she... Scared, or is she intrigued? intrigued? She gets tangled up with them. I'm, I'm gonna say that. Uh, these books are delightful and addictive, and they're a combination of traditional fairy tale, action adventure, and uh, romance. Is romance
1: a word, or is it smut? A little literotica for you. It really
2: is a matter of uh, taste, I guess. Like what? What do you consider romance?
1: It's almost like I can taste them. (laughs) It's almost like I can lick the sweat off their brows.
2: Mm -hmm. I think romance novels kind of get a bad rap, and granted. There are a lot of them who are that are out there, maybe not for me. I think a lot of 90s kids associate them with Fabio. And like Harlequin romances, which are not bad, but
1: they've been deemed bad and just like, oh, that's just a popcorn book. But also, what the hell is wrong with a popcorn book? I mean, nothing. Nothing. And then you gotta go pop, pop, pull some bottle down my throat. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, am I getting you're, too horny, too? Fast? I, you're just you're making direct eye contact with me while you're saying that. Because we're sisters. We're sisters. <laughs> we are
1: sisters.
2: Um, yeah, so this these books are not Fabio style, I will say that. They are H O T T T. And um they are really fun. It's not just this sort of um, Mommy kind of romance. I don't know. I get when I think of romance. Depends on what kind of mommy you have. That's true. That when I think of romance, I think of um, like uh, like soft lens people sitting in front of a fire. Yes, (laughs) sitting in front of a fireplace, like sipping wine, which is not like something I really. Gets me going. You know what I mean? They're not exactly like this. This is a richly enveloping, exciting, crazy, violent story. It is very violent. (laughs) And there's
1: war in it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just because, like you said before, it's action adventure. It's not just smut. There's also fighting and smutting.
2: (laughs) Yes, please. Um, Also, the women get to do a lot of the dirty fighting, which is really interesting.
1: Yeah, they get dirty too. (laughs) Well, also, it is smut written by a woman for for female-identifying people. Yes. I really do feel it is the kind of sex that you're just like, Mamma Mia! And you're just like, rev it up, rev it up. And it's the longing. It's what
2: we never got from Twilight. It's true. It's absolutely true. And I will say, I have already gotten messages from male-identifying people who have also read them. Sometimes it's because their partner has, but... Who also kinda of get into it because there's a lot there's a lot going on. It's a big, vast world and there's all kinds of fun storylines. And basically, I mean, the author Sarah J. Moss started out with Feyre as just the protagonist and then moves out and branches out into all these other stories. So the world is really developed and it's really a, a fun read beyond just the sex. Well, yeah, sure, it's it's a fun read. It's not like I'm just quickly reading through the book to get (laughs) to the next box scene or anything like that. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I will say that there are... Many nights where you're going to be reading for four hours because you're you're like, the sex, I can tell it's coming. It's coming. I'm just going to keep reading until the sex shows up. I've never read such a throbby book before. Mm, it's very throbby. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm throbbing. You guys ever, um, don't look at me, Natalie. Yep, have you ever heard of edging? That is what I would call <laughs> these books. So. <laughs> And it seems like in a lot of stories that are also fantasy based or like in, you know, the kind of Game of Thrones kind of series, the lady characters are 12 and the sex scenes are mostly traumatic. Not in these ones. Not in they these a- ones. They are
1: okay with big old ladies. And it is all about... Autonomy! Yes, Yes. and consent! And don't we just squirt for consent? We squirt for consent. Yes, we do. Faye Bays, rise up! Can we still say rise up, or are we not allowed to because it's rude Dooner's rise up? Oh, fuck. They just take everything away. They take away. everything. <laughs> we, say,
2: we say, go down. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fake face go down. <laughs> Spread your legs. Go down. Okay, so this is our sell on you. If you haven't read these books yet and you want to stick around, these are rich worlds you can develop yourself into very easily. These e- books are exceptionally readable, very non put downable, to the point where sometimes when I was reading, I wouldn't go to sleep till like four in the morning and then have to get up immediately. I
1: actually read it so fast that there are parts that I kind of don't remember in this reread. I'm like, I'm glad that I'm taking my time with this Oh now. yeah, No,
2: I've <laughs> actually read these several times already because I do find them very engaging. There are full and varied women characters who are sexy, flawed, and brutal. And the women are portrayed as sexual beings who have a ton, again, of bodily autonomy. Ah. And at the same time, the men characters are not shown as weak. There's not this theme of men or women. It's sort of which I think a lot of fiction gets, especially romance fiction, gets trapped inside of, especially in erotica sometimes. So I, I do really like to see all of these characters really, like, like flushed out and and seeing them all as people and not as just, like, sort of one-dimensional
1: characters. Yeah, you see them all right you do inside see, oh, of you your see mind's me. eye. And you can see every crevice you of every can. character, I tell you what. There's
2: a lot of fan art, so yeah. Dude, the fan art is
1: unbelievable. As you start reading these, please check out so many. There's so many fan art sites that I just look at it, and it was like I had no idea it really leans into my monster
2: fucking that's for sure oh yeah uh, there's because we'll we'll get into the the fae have certain animalistic creature uh, features to them so uh but not it's not it's not full animal sex okay everybody just get off fucking don't freak out all right um Just because they're humans
1: that turn into animals sometimes doesn't mean it's just animal sex.
2: They don't have sex in animal form. No, they don't. Um, Yet. That we know of. That we know of. So these stories are full fantasy adventure, and she doesn't pull punches with the brutality, which I love. I'm always going to be drawn to those kind of stories that put women in the trenches and kind of allow them room to get themselves out of it. She she really is into the element of uh, she the the author Sarah J. Mass really was drawn more to like the Indiana Jones characters growing up, which she's talked about. So she kind of gets to put herself into those roles in these in these stories, which I fucking love. And they're always eating monkey brains. And I mean, what are you <laughs> talking about, monkey? They are eating some kind of monkey brains. Is that what we're calling them now? I think that people do call testicles monkey brains. Oh.
1: See, you or learn that, something no, new hang, every day. No, hanging brain. hanging brain, yes. Yeah, Isn't specific. that when you just leave your balls out of your zipper? Is think, that hanging brain? I think so. I think so.
2: So we're going to be teaching you all a lot. We're <laughs> um, going to be teaching you so
1: much about Hanging Brain.
2: Um, oh, what I was going to mention, too, is that as we're going through the series, I'm going to be calling out certain artists who have done a lot of really good fan art so you guys can check them out, because mm-hmm. I highly recommend yeah, You should sure check them out. Anyway, so this, I mentioned Sarah J. Moss is the author. This isn't actually the only series she's put out so far. She's very young. She's only 36 as we record, and she's already put out a, a sort of prolific number of books for her her age, somewhere in the range of 20. Um, and you love it too because looking up a picture of her
1: and I'm like oh that is Feyre oh yeah she's in my brain yeah. I completely see her now as Feyre yeah and I'm fine with it I'm Feyre I'm fine yeah she, that didn't she's, work <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, she is uh, yeah she's awesome I would like to be her friend Sarah if you hear this please come hang out with us uh, she is we're a lot of fun uh, we're fun we're fun <laughs> we're really fun um, I, some of her books so far, I say 20 in the 20 range because some of her books are considered novellas, including one of the books in the series. Um, so she has three series out currently, two of which are still ongoing, including this one, like we said, A Court of Thorns and Roses. She began writing the first book in the series entitled with the with the titular accord of thorns and roses as the title when she was only 23 years old dude and
1: and she wrote it in a month which is nutsy sauce yeah what was i doing at 23 i was at the bottom of a paper bag no i was i was crushing it. i had, I'd been
2: smoking a pack a day for nine years. Whoa, I I am impressed. Bow down to the queen. I'm just just don't like to brag about it. (laughs) Whatever. Actually, her, her first novel series, though, she began writing it at 16, which is crazy. Yikes. Yeah, so that's why all of that started out firmly in the YA category. And so, even though, just as a forewarning, This series, Recovering ACOTAR, is considered YA at the top because technically it's readable for a younger audience comprehension-wise. I actually (laughs) like that it's
1: YA because it does show that, yes, young adults should also be reading fun violence. They should be reading fun consensual sex scenes. And complicated they, women. And complicated female characters. I think that at first when I heard that it was YA, it was like, in the same way whenever I hear a horror movie is PG-13, I'm just like, Bleh. Yeah. What, oh, well, you're not going to go all the way? Because I'm still that person. I'm still like a, a hard bitch on the inside. But
2: then every once in a while you see a really good horror movie that's not R. Poltergeist is one of my favorite horror movies.
1: Oh, Craig D. Nelson. Ooh. Sorry. If we're in Hornyville and you're I can't can't not bring up Craig T. Nelson. I could see
2: him being in these books, you know? Oh, yeah, I could see it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm um, seeing it right now. Well, you got close uh, your eyes. Uh, Jackie? Jackie? Hey, <laughs> <ay>, hey. <ay, ay. laughs> um, so. Yes, it is technically readable for a younger audience, but as the books have progressed and Mass herself has grown up, um, the books have become more adult with her. You like actually watch her grow up. <laughs> you wait till we get to the it. fifth
1: book, y'all.
2: And she, she was herself has said she kept amping up the sexuality in the books to try to get them out of the YA section. She did um, a really good job with she it. Did. She did. So, yeah, I mean, if you began reading, reading these books, because the first one just got released in 2015, um, you may have been a younger person growing up into adulthood with these books, too. Man, I wish um,
1: I was growing up with these books. Me, too. This would have just set my soul on fire.
2: It really would have. I feel like it really would have inspired me in a lot of ways as a young person. Um, so, yeah, she, when she started writing these books at 23, it was another several years until it got the first one got released in 2015. And the most recent book in the series, A Court of Silver Frames, was just released in 2021. So we are in real time here. Um, there will be also be more in this series, but she's currently in a book deal to finish the third of her other series that's out called Crescent City, which is a high recommend from me also, by I the know. way. I know. i got to start reading those, too. They may or may not be connected to these books. I don't know. Yes! Us. So I have not read her initial wife series, which is called Throne of Glass yet, but I do recommend this other series that she's in the middle of. So yeah, our final sale, man, she develops these lush worlds. You just want to sink yourself inside of them, deep, deep thrust inside of these of worlds. <laughs> yes. And I'll, give, give me all these outfits too, by the way. Woo! The way they talk about these worlds, this is like
1: the way that she's built them. I just want to be living inside of it. And it's very sad that I close the book. I'm like, I'm the dumb human. Yeah. I hate being a human. I
2: hate it, too. I hate it. She's made me hate myself. No, No, but also feel empowered. She hasn't. I feel empowered, but I'm just mad. I've never had the desire for the West World experience, you know, where you create the like fake land and talk to the AI. I'd do anything to talk to the Now I'm just like make life. fucking Prithian. Please. Oh my God, I'll pay. Um anyway, I like my life too, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm so Sure. my life is good. I've just been shown this now, this taste of this other life. You know? Yeah. Um, so- <laughs> but also, I mean, who wants
1: to live forever? You think Highlander, do you really want to live forever? I don't
2: know. I kind of do know.
1: Yeah, I know. Queen uh, was right. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, Mass has said in an interview that as a child, she wanted to, you know, do the male parts. Like I said, Indian Jones, Star Wars. She always wanted to be Prince Philip in Beauty and the Beast, which is one of the main stories that this series starts out being based in. And her female is characters... are. So Prince women Philip characters, the name of the beast? Yes. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, I had beast. no idea.
1: I was just like, oh, it's the beast. I
2: hate human beasts. So I want to have sex with beast beasts. Yeah. She. I think she's more associated with... But you only don't... You don't even see the guy. I don't know why she says Prince Philip. That is a quote from her. So that's her fault.
1: No, I'm just, I'm surprised because I I had no idea that I just always remember when he becomes a human and he's so less fuckable as a human than he was as a beast. He does seem kind of boring. He yes, he does. And he's just all like, oh, I'm just a boring human now. Yeah, When you could have this big, complicated beast man instead.
2: Yeah. And she, maybe she, based on the characters, she might have drawn from the, the beastly beast. More so than Prince Philip. Yeah, but she also uses the the men characters in these stories to sort of shape some of the women characters, which I really like. Beauty and the Beast is one of the stories that she uses to start this series. So at the beginning, there's three stories uh, that she was inspired by, Jackie. You, you found these first, right? Yeah,
1: Beauty and the Beast, East of the Sun and West of the Moon, and Tam Lin. So three different fairy tales of sorts that she kind of weaves together to make one story. And as you're reading it now, I, I didn't realize that when I first read it. So reading it with that background, and we're going to get more into how... It comes into play with the plot and how she changes the fairy tales as we go through the books.
2: Yeah, and so basically, they it starts out with those those stories, and then it's sort of it's a launch pad for this other story. So the initial ones, you, I'm sure most of you know Beauty and the Beast. Most of you have heard of East of the Sun and West of the Moon and Tamlin are maybe a little bit uh, less known, but we'll we'll get into a little bit of those stories and how they or inspiring to her, and also the latter I just mentioned is the name of one of the main characters of Akhtar, too. So, But that is, again, just the launching pad, and it kind of goes sideways um, pretty quickly. So on the show, we'll be breaking these books down in order. So if you've never read them, you can follow along weekly, and we won't be giving away spoilers. Yes, we're going to actually tell you which
1: page and which chapter we're going to be going to so you can read along with us every
2: week. Um, so if you have never read them before, go up to there. I mean, you can go past there too. I'm not your mom. I'm not your boss. No, but not we are you. going
1: to do our best. We're not going to spoil anything so you don't have to worry about hearing anything from this show that you haven't already read if you have read up to where we are on the episode we're never gonna spoil it we'll never do it and if we do we're just gonna take it out yep. in post yeah we're, we're, <laughs> we're very I'm, a try, I'm very nervous about spoiling the books we're not going to
2: <laughs> um, yeah so in each week we're gonna tell you that where you can read up to and then you can catch them weekly or you can you know Bank them and follow them later. Um, and some of you are LPN listeners, and you probably already know us. And some of you are might be brand new. Hi, welcome. Hi. Um, I promise I'm not this horny
1: all the time. Just when talking mm, about Akatar. Well,
2: mm. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm
1: trying to introduce myself in a better light. Mm. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I I think that it's okay to be horny.
1: It's okay to be horny. If that's one thing welcome. If you're horny, this is a no judgment zone for us horns out there. <laughs>
2: Um, yes, and as somebody who is um, your friend and sister-in-law, I'm around you a lot, and yes. I think it's good to be horny. Thank you very much, <laughs> because um, as
1: sisters-in-law, uh, Natalie and I don't usually talk about sex. Um, I especially am not sitting next to Natalie when we're talking about sex, if we happen to be in the same room talking about sex in any way, shape, or form. So this is going to be an interesting
2: experience
1: That's for us true. Both.
2: You know, we have talked about sex in the same room with a bunch of other people there, but this is the first time we're up close and personal.
1: Yep. And I, you know what? We're going to go through this. You're going to hear this every week of me almost blushing, which it's very hard for me to
2: do. Wow. So that's fun. Isn't yes. that fun for you? It's exciting. Yes. But you also, you're not new to the sex talk game. You've had several shows uh, discussing sexuality and sex and Boning and, um, pieces oh, yes. and oh yes, oh yes. Marcus jeans.
1: Parks and I used to have a show called Sex and Other Human Activities on uh, on the network, and I currently do a Twitch show called Talking Sex with a sex therapist and asec ther- certified sex therapist her name is Dr. Jordan Soper and we talk every Tuesdays about people we have an open forum where people can come and ask their questions about sex so I'm I'm not I'm not scared of it yeah. but it is weird to be like you are the woman that lays down with mine brother you, and you don't know what we do I don't know what you do in your marriage I but I support your happinesses. We, With mostly standing. That's good. Standing and staring from afar going, ah, if only we could touch.
2: Yeah, that's, since we start re- I started reading these books, I, I do make him just edge constantly.
1: <laughs> we give a lot of longing looks. I have read um, many a fuck scene from these books too, Jeff, and he's just like, yep, that's a fuck scene. And I'm just like, oh, no, it's the lust. do you feel it? Like it makes my loins burn. But in a good way, yeah, Um, yeah, not like in a scabies way. No, no, no. Uh,
2: Yeah, I have. I don't have the erotica necessarily background that you do. I have. I I didn't read as much, um, unless you count Angela Carter, uh, whose books are more like nightmare. They're sort of like sexual nightmares. Um, (laughs) which is (laughs) cool, yeah.
1: Wow, sounds real loose and fun like these books, yeah. No,
2: not exactly, but uh, I do have the background in ballet and theater, and I said, and you know, you studied classical literature, I studied Russian fairy tales, but you know, we, (laughs) whatever, we don't need. Super incredible backgrounds for you to listen to our beautiful lilting voices. Yes, Um,
1: because I found this book last year through our Twitch community, because our Twitch community is amazing, and I said that I wanted to read a book that was the opposite of Twilight. I wanted to have something—I wanted a— Something that
2: actually ended and not— just sadness Petered and out, or
1: Bella, where she's just like, she's a girl, and the most interesting thing about her is that she hates the rain. And I I wanted something different from that, because if you check out page seven, um, I did fall into a bit of a twilight hole during the quarantine. So the the community recommended Akatar to me, and after I read the first book, I promptly bought the first book for all of the women in our friend group for Christmas last year, and it was like, it's hard giving a book as a gift because you don't want to force somebody to read it. Because then you're worried every time you see them, like, did you read the book yet? And I I never asked, but I tell you what, man. We all
2: finished it for you. It was
1: wildfire. They all blew through it. I'm talking like... 10 of our closest friends ripped through these books and, yeah, finished before I did because I'm yeah. a slow reader. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you did this. It's your fault.
1: Yep. I brought it to the people,
2: and now you're going to listen to us talk about it, and I am so excited. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh This was all because of Twilight, and I can guarantee you in these books nobody falls in love with an infant.
1: No, there's none. There's no imprinting, um, Mm -hmm. and there's no, like, I just think that I can't change you into a vampire or have sex with you until after you graduate from school and then we get married. So there's none of that none in of here. That. Oh no, there's a lot of premarital sex in these books. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so no,
1: not a hint of Mormonism.
2: <laughs> no, which is how I like my fuck books. Same girl, same Z's. If you want to talk hot stuff, sex, fairy tales, banging, fantasy, fucking, <laughs> adventure, and sex, join us. Jackie and Natalie. Yeah! For season two of LPN's Deep Dives, A Court of Thorns and Roses, it is coming at you, Valentine's Day! Valentine's Day! Day, 2023, baby! Faye Bays, get down! Ruduners out! Please read up until chapter 19, or page 166 in the paperback edition.
1: Hey, babies! For more fairy talk and hot touch, join us every week here on LPN Deep Dive's ACOTAR, available wherever you get your podcasts. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and